Well, the conventions are over, and the clear winner was the Republican convention. It was better in so many ways. Of course, if you listen to the media, you'd never know it. The production values were the first thing that jumped out at me. The Democratic convention was like talking to your family on Zoom or Skype. But when you talk to your family and friends, you come away feeling better about your life. First off, you're happy to see them. Since the coronavirus came along, you don't see them in person enough. So video is the next best thing. You can share memories and updates and jokes and some gossip too. And some of the jokes are actually funny. But the feeling I was left with after watching the Democratic convention was not good. They're so filled with hate. I just don't like seeing that. And the only thing that will cure that hate is power. And they want it so badly. They're seething with hate for anyone who stands in their way. That's a terrible combination. Hate and power. People like that simply can't be trusted with power. They will not use it for good purposes. At the Republican convention, when speakers criticized Joe Biden and the Democrats, they were pretty specific. Joe Biden will be weak on crime and the economy and foreign policy, and he'll give up any beliefs he used to have just to satisfy and stay in the good graces of the radical left, because he is clearly afraid of them. When Democrats talked about President Trump, you heard mostly personal attacks. They did criticize his response to the coronavirus, and most of those attacks were fair. But then they upped the ante and accused him of killing people, which wasn't. I didn't hear a lot of hate from Republicans aimed at Joe Biden. Yes, there was some derision and certainly a lot of criticism of his long record of failure and bad judgment, but not the outright hate that oozed from nearly every speaker at the Democratic Convention. And I'm pretty sure that many of the speakers at the Democrat Convention were actually holding back much of their hatred. The media tried to say that the Republican Convention displayed a dark vision for America. That's quite a stretch, but they kept a straight face and they said it over and over, trying to make their viewers believe the outrageous lie. But anyone watching the actual conventions in an unbiased manner couldn't possibly come to that conclusion. It all boils down to, as usual, style over substance. And I have to admit that when I heard all of the things this administration has accomplished since taking office, even I was more than a little surprised. It tells me that the president and the people in his administration aren't doing a very good job of getting their message out to people. In fact, I think they're doing a terrible job at communicating the message of all their accomplishments. You know, for a party supported by all those Hollywood knuckleheads, you would have thought that they would have done a better job on their convention. I mean, the production values were so amateur. Why didn't Rob Reiner step up to the plate and direct it? You know, some people are saying that if Hillary Clinton's old pal Harvey Weinstein wasn't in jail, he would have put on a good show. The best they could do was have a few celebrities act like hosts and hostesses, and that was so lame. And their music selections were even worse. This was amateur night. It was like a high school play, only worse. The Republican convention was pretty well done, and as far as the actual production went, it was very good, given the circumstances. 
I was expecting the same Zoom and Skype production that the Democrats put on, and I wasn't looking forward to it. I was so sure it was going to be bad that I had a list of other channels I was ready to switch to if it was. But it wasn't. The best part for me were the stories from real people that were on every night. Some of them blew me away. A lot of them did, in fact. They painted a picture of a party that cares for people. But the mainstream media mostly ignored those presentations or even ridiculed them. That was the only way they could react because they knew in their hearts that the Republican convention was good, very good, and they hated that. But if anyone who hasn't already made up their mind yet about who they're going to vote for, if they watched both conventions, there can be no doubt who they're voting for now. The Democratic convention failed at every level. It was filled with hate. The Republican convention talked about freedom, and I loved freedom. I can't help but wonder if the Democrats were so complacent again that they didn't even really try to put on a good show because they thought they could just cruise to victory, because they thought that everyone hates Donald Trump just like they do. There are some people who realize what's really happening, and they see the consequences too. They know the polls are going to start getting very close. They already are. And I still think it's possible that President Trump might move ahead of Joe Biden now that everyone has seen both conventions. Joe Biden's people have taken notice, that's for sure. They've announced that Joe is coming out of the basement and he'll start campaigning in battleground states in person after Labor Day. I wonder how many people will show up for his events. I'm guessing not many. The other person who sees what's going on is Nancy Pelosi. She's saying that Joe Biden shouldn't debate President Trump because the president is a bad man and he lies and you can't waste your time debating him. She knows. She knows full well that the polls are getting very close. And she knows that if Joe Biden does debate the president, that it could be disastrous. Joe Biden says he's going to debate no matter what. And he's going to beat that bully, Donald Trump. But it's obvious that the leader of the House, a battle-hardened veteran of so many campaigns, or, or is that an old battle axe? Anyway, she sees the writing on the wall. Nancy Pelosi knows that Joe Biden could do well in the debate against the president. He could. But she also knows that the odds are far better that he'll say something that will leave people scratching their heads for years, something that could cost Joe Biden the election. And then Donald Trump will be in office for four more years. And Nancy Pelosi just can't take that. Her face will start cracking, and no amount of Botox will hold it together. And it'll just keep cracking. And no one, no one wants to watch that. So Joe Biden is coming out of the basement, and he says he'll debate. He's been forced out of the basement, really because of the polls. He didn't want to come out. The sunlight will hurt his eyes, and it may also let people see him as he really is. And if that happens, he can't win. He just can't. If only the Republican convention was as bad as the Democratic convention, Joe could have stayed in the basement and napped his way to victory. And Kamala Harris could have been the attack dog. But that isn't working too well either, is it? She won't wear well with the voters. Her first attacks 
have fallen flat already, and in the long run, I think she's going to hurt the ticket. There's a reason why she didn't get her party's nomination, and you're starting to see it now. She is not going to help Joe Biden win the election. And now Joe Biden is saying that he's against the riots, too, finally. When he and the rest of the Democratic Party thought the riots were helping them, they were for the riots. And now they see that they're hurting them, so they're against them. So basically, they're admitting that they were for the riots, and they encouraged them, and they're admitting it. People this dumb shouldn't be allowed to govern. But the cracks are showing. Biden and Harris are beginning to show their weakness, and they're getting worried, and they should be. They are clearly on their heels playing defense, and you never want to be in that position this close to an election. It opens the door for the other side to build momentum, and at this point, I think it's too late for him to back out of the debates. Joe would love to back out. Nancy Pelosi, she's just giving him cover, but the polls are too tight now, and as much as he'd like to say, you know, Nancy, you're right, I'm not going to debate this bad man. As much as he'd like to say it, I don't think he can. Talk about being between a rock and a hard place. He wants to stay in his basement and run out the clock, because if people see him in person, it'll cost him votes. But the polls are getting close, so that could backfire. What can he do? What should he do? And he's terrified of having to debate the president, because he knows President Trump will probably destroy him, or he could destroy himself without any help at all from the president. But the polls are close, so what can he do? What should he do? This is hard, and Joe Biden doesn't like that. He might actually have to work at this election. Damn, this just isn't working out the way he hoped. And as the polls get closer and closer, or if President Trump moves ahead in the polls, will Democrats turn on Joe Biden? Will all the Bernie bros get mad and walk away and sit out the election, or even vote for Donald Trump? At this point, anything can happen. But it's beginning to look like the Biden campaign is in trouble. You knew that was going to happen, didn't you? If Trump moves ahead in the polls, it'll only get worse. And the radical left led by AOC will savage the moderates who nominated Joe Biden. Then things will really get interesting. Of course, Joe Biden always has an out. Something he can use if he wants to avoid the humiliation of losing. He can simply say that he doesn't remember ever accepting the nomination. He can deny that he ever ran for president. Come on, man. Don't you think I would know if I was running for president? I never ran for president. I haven't been out of my basement in over a year. Kamala Harris? She's that senator from California, right? I know who she is, but I've never met her. No, never. Now get off my lawn and leave me alone, will you? Running for president. Who are they kidding? I've never even thought about running for president. Where's the clicker? And another thing, all this talk about ballots that will be mailed to everyone, and the president has been saying it's a recipe for disaster, and the left has been mocking him. We all know why the Democrats like ballots that are mailed out to everyone, everyone living and dead and people who have moved away and people who don't even want to vote. It's because they can collect those ballots off the floors of apartment buildings and other places and fill them out and mail them in and get them counted. And they can go to nursing homes and offer to help people fill out their ballots. 
And they can even go door to door to the homes of people who don't usually vote because that information is available to anyone. And they can ask for the ballots or they can buy them or they can just offer to fill them out and mail them. They see this as a way to steal the election, but they're forgetting something and it might cost them. There's no enthusiasm for Joe Biden. There's a lot of enthusiasm for the president. Democrats are having a hard time getting people to volunteer to help the Biden campaign. Republicans have over a million volunteers. The president keeps talking about this issue all the time. Is it possible that his supporters will get the message and do what the left wants to do? Will Republicans go door to door and to places where ballots might collect and mail them in? When the president wins, will the Democrats flood our courts with lawsuits about voter fraud and all of a sudden they'll hate the mail-out-to-everyone ballots and denounce the president for ever coming up with the idea? For the Democrats, this could be a terminal case of that old saying, be careful what you wish for. After watching both conventions, it seems to me that the names Democratic Party and Republican Party just aren't working anymore. And I think the two parties need to change their names. Democrats are not Democrats anymore. They aren't. And they should change the name of their party to something that's more descriptive of who they are today. They're the Socialist Party now, or the Democratic Socialist Party, or the Social Justice Party. But they aren't very Democratic anymore. And they've shown that they don't even like democracy anymore. Anything would be more descriptive than democratic in their name. They're the anti-freedom party now, because everything they want to do starts with reducing our freedom. Maybe the Republicans should start calling themselves the Freedom Party. That's the point that really differentiates the two parties, so make it official and change the name to the Freedom Party. But Republican and Democrat just doesn't fit anymore. Democrats have tried hard to change history to suit their new narrative, the one that says that we're a terrible country, a country that was founded in racism, and today we're worse than at any time in our history because now we've elected President Trump. I wonder what they'll say when he gets re-elected. They want us to see our country's founding fathers as racist, as terrible people who somehow stumbled their way into founding this country which is not the greatest country in the history of the world, but one of the worst. Does that sound like a party that should continue to use the name Democratic Party? I don't think so. Patrick Henry famously said, Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. Everything they're doing today is anti-freedom, and they won't be happy until they can take it away from us, for our own good, of course. They want to run America as they've run almost every American city for more than 50 years, into ruin. In the social contract, Jean-Jacques Rousseau wrote, Freedom and not servitude is the cure for anarchy, as religion, not atheism, is the true remedy for superstition. The Republican Party was founded to stop the expansion of slavery. Democrats are pushing a different type of slavery now, slavery to an all-powerful state. 
So the party names just don't make any sense to me now. We need to change them. And Freedom Party is a name I like. Because if Democrats have their way, we'll lose our freedom. We need to stop them. I'm not sure the Republican Party can stop them. But the Freedom Party can.